Yo, 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 what's up? Welcome back to your favorite mediocre podcast. This is your hostess with not the most is Slay Hill. Hey. Okay, so I've been meaning to do this episode for, damn, who knows? It's been almost two months that I've been on OnlyFans. Woo! Showing that titties, showing them titties, showing that ass, showing that asshole, you know, the whole whole nine. Just kidding. Am I? I don't know. Go find out, bitch. Um, anyways, that's kind of a joke, kind of not, but we'll get more into it. I have so much that I want to cover today that I highly, highly doubt that this is just going to be a one-off. I feel like I'm going to continuously do like these OnlyFans episodes and like update y'all and kind of as I grow, you guys can grow with me and we can kind of navigate this space together because I don't really think that when it comes to doing shit like OnlyFans, sex work, anything pretty much based on your body, your looks, and that's all people think it is. And I don't think that people really try to look at it in an analytical way or try to pick it apart and really analyze what ha- like what goes into it, what type of person it takes, the toll it takes on you, positives, negatives. Um, and there's not really we don't really talk about the whole industry as a whole. Like OnlyFans is part of this big, huge moneymaker that revolves around sexy women. And, and and it's not really as transparent as it looks. There's It's a lot more complex than you would originally think. So that's kind of my, my ammo right now with this episode is just to illustrate my experience and the complexities of it all because it's very easy to look at an OnlyFans girl and have all these preconceived notions of who she is and why she is the way that she is and why she's doing this. And there's just a whole lot of assumptions. And you know what assumptions do? They make an ass out of you and me. So we're not over here trying to look like uh, we're not trying to be made an ass out of. We're just trying to have our ass out. That's it, period. So I guess before this, I want to get into, because this is a career. Like, I'm looking at this as a career. I'm looking at this as a job. This is a job. It's not a hobby. It's not <laughs> just a cutesy-wootsy time. It's not something that I'm doing for a month. Or, or like, many people have treated OnlyFans. I want, like, a celebrities or a lot of bigger social media influencers have taken um, the quick bag approach to OnlyFans, which is not something that, I personally am doing. I'm trying to do this for the long haul. I have no interest in being a scammer. I have respect for people that do this kind of work. And I do realize that there is a lot of blowback for those who choose to get their quick bag. And by that, I mean the people that kind of create an OnlyFans just because they want the, they have a following already and they want that hype to follow with money and get a bunch of subscribers for that first time, right? They, they're like, oh, so-and-so made an OnlyFans, like Bella Thorne or Jasmine Suss, another, um, she's a fitness chick that I used to be, I used to look up to a lot and obviously now I don't, we'll get into that. I mean, social, social media influencers and OnlyFans is kind of, it's like a whole thing in of itself. There's so much to fucking unpack there. But long story short, it's these people are using their celebrity, their influence, their popularity online to kind of bait people into subscribing to their OnlyFans. They are not really forthright with the type of content that they're putting on there. People get upset. It's basically the same thing as anything else you could get online. So 
or things that they've already posted on Instagram, things that aren't really anything different. And I'm not saying OnlyFans has to be straight up explicit content. You don't, no one's putting a gun to your head and saying you need to post yourself deep throating your boyfriend, but you could. And it's not fair that you just take the same content from any social media platform that you already have that is available for free and you charge people for it because you were trying to bamboozle them. And I don't think that's fair. We live in a capitalistic society and money is important. And especially during these times, people don't have as much money to kind of throw away on everything. And it may may feel like to some people then don't fucking spend it on on sexy content on the internet but I don't know I feel like it's an important time to go ahead and do that because so many people are at home and so many people want to support sex workers and I think that's a good thing that's something that I don't feel like I don't feel like the support I mean I'm not saying yo I'm not saying that everyone's over here giving me the green light everyone's super nice to me I will get into the bullying and the negativities of it all but I will say that for the most part, there is a big part of this generation that doesn't think that we're all a bunch of whores and scumbags and um, unworthy of love. Although I have gotten messages like that. The, no one will marry you. Oh, you're an STD filled pussy. You're, you have your pussies full of STDs and no one, no one will ever marry you. And I'm just like, girl, like your internal misogyny, misogyny is so fucking real. Like... <laughs> I just want, let me just get into it. Like, I just don't know where people get off telling people like me that no one will love them. No one will respect them. No one will do anything uh, in any way with me in regards to respect and love in the future because I choose to do this for money. Like, are you dumb? Like, are you okay? Because I feel like those type of people are just projecting all of their judgments and insecurities. Like, I feel like, I'm only going to hold the people around me to the same expectations that I hold myself to. And personally, I don't give a fuck what people do for money. I really don't care. As long as you're not hurting somebody, as long as you're not exploiting yourself or others, or as long as you're of age to make a right decision and you're in a, in a, in a good mental health state to make said decisions then you should be able to do whatever the fuck you want. And I don't take someone's career profession or any way of getting that fucking green dollar bill in their hands. I don't take that and make it who they are. And I don't make it that I don't think people are one dimensional to just fully fucking make a huge a a huge array of assumptions and dismiss them upon said assumptions because of their work. You know what I mean? Like, Yes, there are amazing doctors out there, but not every doctor is a good, life-saving, amazing person. Just like um, maybe you don't think that service workers or people that work in Walmart or Target or cashiers are the smartest, kindest people in the world, but I believe that they can be. Your job does not dictate the type of person you are. Your job does not determine your worth. Your job doesn't determine whether or not someone will love you. Your job doesn't determine whether or not your family will support you. None of those things should tie in with your job because at the end of the day, we're all working to get a buck. I believe that the majority of us, if we were given the choice to make the same amount of money doing a much easier job or a much more socially palatable job, we would do that. So money is definitely in a component here. And it's very naive to act like it's not. In my experience, I've had a lot of people come into my DMs and this is only men. And, you know, I love men. I'm not 
gonna bash men this whole entire episode. I'm in a relationship. I've had boyfriends my whole life. I've had a relatively good relationship with my father up until maybe like a year ago. Uh, I'm not a men hater, but I'm definitely not a fan of like the stereotypical male in our society. Just like I'm not a fan of the stereotypical sex worker in our society. And I believe that's just because we're all widely misunderstood and misportrayed. And the people that go out of their way to make themselves known to others are the bad, the bad guys. And they are definitely in the minority, but for whatever reason, their voices are constantly amplified and their stereotypes are reinforced in our society because we kind of all love villainizing people and we think that's how we get closer as a fucking conglomerate of people and that's not true so for me I get this I get these questions in my dms about guys asking me so why did you start an OnlyFans and like does it make you happy um you know like are you just doing it for money or do you enjoy it and to those people I just can't wrap my mind around Okay. For there's so many things I want to say to this. First thing, where do you get off asking me about my work? Where do you get off thinking that you're entitled to know my fulfillment around said career? Because you're not. It's not your business. What I do to make money isn't your business. And you these people like to pretend like they're very interested in your in your attitude and in your mental health and they're they're just they're asking because they're 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 concerned about you or they're curious about you because they want to make sure you're enjoying it right but I feel like and I may be wrong here and I say that on my podcast a lot just because I'm speaking into a mic doesn't mean that everything I say is going to be 1000 percent right it doesn't mean that you have to agree with me I'm not here pushing anything on anyone I'm just here voicing my thoughts into a microphone and some people seem to like it and that's what keeps me going and I want to just be as candid and honest about my experiences because I know for a fucking fact that it will make an impact at least on one person. So that's all it really that's all that's all it is to me. That's all I ever want to do with this thing. It's not that deep. It's not much deeper than that. But I feel like these people come into my DMs and they want to ask me why I'm doing it and if it makes me happy or if it's just for money because men seem to have this fantasy that we love slutting ourselves out and we get off on it and... I mean, I would do this for free if I didn't make money doing it. I just want to post my pussy lips all over the internet for you, baby. Like, it gets me nice and wet. And, like, I don't know. I, I, it's, what? Like, I'm into voyeurism to a certain extent. And that's definitely something that I've learned more about myself through doing this. But prior to this, I would definitely just come at these. I wouldn't, I would never ask somebody that question. Oh, like, do you really enjoy it? And it's just like the question in itself is so problematic because, and I did say this to the, one of the, one of the guys asked me this, I didn't really engage with anybody after this one conversation because I'm trying to be better about not giving my energy to fucking dumbasses. But for the most part, this guy, I just responded, you don't ask, you don't ask service workers, you don't ask waitresses, you don't ask janitors, you don't ask the ask the garbage man, you don't ask the stressed out USPS. Like you don't ask any of these people 
why they're working that job. It's very much understood that you're working this job to make money, right? And you're making money so you can pay bills and you're paying bills so you can afford the life that you're living. So you can have water and food and shelter and electricity, you know, the essentials, things like that. But for whatever reason, that doesn't click for people when it comes to sex work. And that's the thing that really fucking worries me about humanity as a whole. Because why is it so different that we're working these jobs? And why are you questioning where our motivation is from? Is it to feed some sick fantasy? Is it to make us feel wrong about what we're doing? Like where like I I I would love to know why people love to ask me this question because I fully don't understand. Like I said, is it some weird fucking fantasy that you think we just all just get off on it and making money is a perk? Or what? Because it's for money. Like I want to make it very clear. It's for money. It's a job. It's a job. I know. Just let it set in. If this was confusing for you, I hope it's very clear for you now. And one of the guys that came into my DMs on that bullshit, he mentioned like me having a podcast and like how like, you know, wow, like you made a point. I should listen to your podcast. You have a podcast, right? Well, yeah, I do. I I think I think it's so dumb and annoying when people like to just it's like it, you see this pattern here. It's like you come into my DMs, you act like I'm supposed to fulfill some fantasy. Then you act shocked or surprised that I actually have something fucking to say. And then you sprinkle on like, oh, well, like, oh, I should have known that because you have a podcast and only like and you and you make you continue like you see this ball of assumptions that's just rolling down the hill. And it's just like, just stop making assumptions about people. At the end of the day, you don't know me. I don't know you. I, I'm so happily minding my business in my life. Let me fucking tell you. Like, I don't seek out and question what people are doing with their lives. I'm very much focused on me. And if you choose to go into this line of work, that is something that has to be on the forefront of your brain because so many people are going to become interested in what you're doing. And all you got to do is just keep it pushing. Keep being focused on you because at the end of the day, this is you doing what you want to do, what you need to do, you being a hot fucking sexy bitch and getting the bag because that's how I feel about this. I feel like I'm hot. I'm sex positive. I'm non-judgmental. I'm open and I'm I'm older than a lot of these girls on this platform. So I have a sense of self that is so deeply established that doing anything that is controversial is not going to shape and mold me or affect me as much. I can mentally check in with myself now that I'm sober and stable. Does this make me feel good? Um, Am I starting to feel kind of weird? Do I not like it when someone speaks to me this way? Like I, I can, I can manage my emotions a lot better and having a partner and having people in my life that are supportive and there for me to sound off when I do feel like this way are the things that, that definitely make it a lot easier of a transition into this sort of work. And that being said, you should think about that when you start coming into this type of work. Like, do you have 
somebody that you can talk to. And I don't mean like a girlfriend that's like, oh my God, it's so crazy. You're popping off on OnlyFans. That's so crazy. How much money do you make? I mean like a genuine friend that's going to be there for you when you get spoken to in a derogatory manner or when someone tries to hustle you or try to make you feel like you're not worth the dollar amount that you're putting on your content because people will do that. Or the days when you start to compare yourself to other girls and it starts to fuck with your body image or your self-worth because you don't look like this girl and she has this many subs. And it's almost like social media effects on steroids. But for me, I'm lucky that I have like this basis of self, like self-awareness, self-reliance and self-worth that... I'm Gucci on that respect. And then I have all these people in my life that are there to reinforce all those things that I know I have within myself. So when I do start to feel insecure, when I do start to feel like, why do I like, why am I not feeling good about myself after looking at this girl? Like, you know, it's pretty obvious. You need to start connecting the dots, especially once you start doing this type of work, because it is important to study other girls. It's super important to see what other girls are posting, that you can get ideas from their content. I'm not saying being a copycat bitch is going to work for you, but, you know, a lot of the girls that are ending up on OnlyFans are girls that haven't done this type of stuff before. So you're kind of just are you're kind of just thrown into the water without knowing how to swim. So picking girls that you like them, you think they're cute, you like their aesthetic, you like their their niche or whatever they're appealing to, and you want to, in a way, mimic that, but still put your own... Because, I mean, as much as you copy someone, you still are going to look like you. You're still going to have the same vibes and energy as you, and that's going to come across in your content. I'm sure all of us on OnlyFans have our titty pics. All our girls on OnlyFans have our ass pics, have our self-play videos, have our sexy, like, more risque content, have our fucking, like, whatever the content may be. There is someone doing the same thing. You can only do so fucking much. But reaching for, like, if you're if you're looking for ideas and shit like that, go for it. But just manage manage why you're looking at these girls. Are you looking at these girls to compare yourself? Or are you looking at these girls so you can get an idea of what you're doing. That is another tip of advice. And these are just all going to be kind of a lot of the advice, like my experiences so far and my advice to others, because I think it's really important for someone like me because I'm a newbie. I'm not like some white little petite girl. I'm not this big titty fucking Asian girl. Like I'm just a normal Indian girl with tattoos. I'm somebody that you probably don't see that much in this line of work. And I think that's very much been uh <laughs> It's been a very beneficial thing for me, so keep that in mind. Right now, as I stand, I'm in the top 2%. I've steadily been growing. I've been doubling my income, doubling everything that I've been doing. I've been growing at a rate for me that's personally makes me feel satisfied and happy and hopeful for the future. It's not even been two months, so all that said with a grain of salt, and there's always going to be a plan B, C, D, E, F, G. But that's something that's been played into my pocket. And I've definitely been using that for towards my advantage for the first time. It's kind of funny because I have a fucking podcast episode saying how much I hate being Indian. And now I'm like at my big old age. Finally, it's like something that has benefited me with men when it was something that hindered like getting boyfriends and dates and stuff like that for like so much of my life. And now I'm like, oh, I can use this to make myself special and unique and cater to a certain 
demographic when it comes to the content that I make. It's kind of cool to see everything kind of come full circle in my life. It's crazy that like I went through a lot of trouble with accepting my body and accepting the way that I looked. And I had to work and struggle so much that I'm at the point now that I can handle being in this field and it doesn't drive me absolutely bonkers to put my body out on there. I don't like stare and look at a picture for like three days straight contemplating, oh, should I post this? Should I post this? Should I? I don't even fucking think about it. I'm like, I look good. I post it. Whereas like maybe three or four years ago, it would be a different story and I would just you know, be hard on myself in ways. And I'm still very hard on myself, but I mean, like, it's crazy that that and then getting sober has helped me a lot because I don't know when you're, I just, I just think it's not a good idea because you have your work is going to be in your hands and it's still work at the end of the day. I don't know how many jobs out there let you just come in shwasty, wasty, but I don't think it's a good idea. I mean, obviously do what you want. It's a free fucking country for the most part. I don't know. Is it a free country? Can we even say shit like that anymore? But I don't know. You just kind of have to make some rules for yourself and give yourself structure that a typical job wouldn't give you, you know? For me, I like to do things on a daily basis and kind of take a day off, but I also do this podcast. I'm also constantly promoting myself. I give advice to other people. I'm always in contact with my subbies. If I'm like going on like vacation or I'm spending time with people, I do find it hard for me to kind of get away from my phone, but that is something that I've been trying to get better about, just being present because like I said, your phone is your work. It's right there in your hands. It's always accessible. And there's definitely a huge fucking upside to that. But there's also a downside to that because you can find yourself losing the present moment a lot. And that's what I've been noticing about myself because it's like you kind of love seeing that dollar amount go up. It's immediate. It's right there. And you want to check. And then when you're promoting yourself, like you start to pop off, you start to do this and that, like you're getting subbies, like it's all very exciting. And it's kind of like there's no limitation on when it ends. People could sub to you at any minute of the day. People could buy a video off you any minute of the day. So it's kind of like I'm trying to be better about like not being so fixated on my growth. But I also feel like being so fixated on my growth is the reason why I've kind of shot up there. And that's just me being honest. But for the most part, it's it's been it's been a drop. I feel like there's a huge misconception about this not being like real work. But in my defense, at least my experience, it's been work. It's been a daily thing. It's been something that I constantly am thinking about. I'm getting ideas for. I'm creating like I, I take pictures, I take videos. I post, I tailor a daily post, I send stuff out um, constantly. I'm thinking about outfits or hairstyles or just like the aesthetics of it all are important to me because I don't think I, I personally know what I like. You know, I'm lucky that I'm not as straight as people would think. So I know what I would like to see with when it comes to women. So I try to reciprocate that whole aesthetic and that whole vibe with my content. And I would say that's more recent for me. I've been starting to like see what I like to see more and that it's it's good. It makes it easier because essentially you don't want to lose the biggest perk of this job. And that is you're working for yourself. And I feel like once you start creating content that doesn't feel 
good for good to you, op, like like authentic to you, or things that you personally think are good, then it kind of goes down the wayside. And that's speaking on the male gaze. Like if you get so caught up and sucked into that, it might take away from your enjoyment level. I think I'm very lucky that I am aware of that enough to a certain point. Obviously, you want to make things that are appealing to your subbies. And my subbies are all male for I think I have a few girls, you know, sprinkled in there. Oh, would always love more. Hey, subscribe. But um, for the most part, it's like you kind of have to do a 50-50 like you don't want to compromise too much on either end. And like all things in life, it's just about balance. It's about balance when it comes to spending time on your phone, spending time working, recharging. It's about checking in with yourself, but also going ham. It's about creating content that you like, but your subbies will also like. There's so much that you have to constantly be thinking and there's no cheat code to getting into a system that works for you. I'm still learning what works best for me and I'm still navigating this space. And obviously, like I said earlier, I'm going to be doing more of these episodes where we just discuss where I'm at on my journey because it is a journey. It's not, and I'm not here for a quick bag. I'm here to actually genuinely thrive to create a safe space for people to fucking, you know, be freaky, be sexy, be comfortable with and what turns them on and what makes them feel good. And I want to help people feel good. I know it sounds fucking dumb, but I do. And, you know, I don't think I'm fucking Mother Teresa over here. I don't think I'm, you know, the next great philosopher. But I do think that a lot of... A lot of how I feel about society and a lot of how I feel about where I want to see society in the next few decades helps me keep it going. You know, it helps me keep pushing myself and to keep the attitude that I have because I am a very sex positive person. I am very comfortable with myself. I'm very open and very non judgmental of what people find sexy. Like, I don't know why we all carry so much shame and guilt about it. And I think that's why it manifests in all these weird, ugly things and not to be vulgar, but like, it's like, there's some things that (laughs) in the sex industry that I'm just like, I wonder if we were all just like a little bit more understanding and we were less repressed and we were more open and could have conversations about th- these things. I wonder if these, um, all this holding back and holding in of, of, of desires and um, cravings and wants and secrets. I wish all that, I feel like some, all that stuff has to manifest into why there's just a few there's just a few things out there that I, yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a tarot card reader. I'm not a psychic, but I think that there's the, the very extreme end of porn, which I don't personally enjoy. And I'm not here to shame anyone, but I'm like, how did we get there? You know, how did we get here? And I personally believe that suppression and shame and guilt about around sex is definitely something that if you don't address it, it only amplifies it over time and creates a condition that is just, totally and exclusively related with upping the ante and extremism. And I don't think ex- extremism and overkill is never good in any way. You can do overdo it with everything in your life just as with this. So 
that's my mentality. Like, I grew up in a very sexually repressed household. Like, I never got the talk from my parents. Um, My parents, you know, still like to act like I'm a virgin. My mom's a little bit more open-minded, but my dad would just absolutely die if we had the talk. I think they're all very much aware that I'm not. But we never spoke about sex. We never spoke about dating. We never spoke about romantic relationships. We never spoke about sexual relationships. We, you know, it's the type of household where if something sex a sex scene comes on in a movie, you just want to melt into the couch and disappear and die because it's just so uncomfortable. And it shouldn't be that way because we all got here somehow. Whether you're a virgin, whether you ha- are having sex, whether you're celibate, whether you don't watch porn, whether you're not a sexual person at all, you did also get here through sex. So sex has played a role in everyone's existence on their planet. So why do we carry so much fucking shame about sex? Why? Why? It is the one beautiful thing that has given us life on this planet. So why do we so often not have a discussion about it. And I'm not saying like the birds and the bees talk because I also think that's very outdated. I mean, like just an open discourse about sexuality, sexual health, sexual desires. I don't think that we should be so fucking scared about it. And I hope to see that it may seem naive of me, but I feel like this is just one level to unlock of many where our society just kind of like accepts this very much known fact that sex work will exist. Sex will exist. People will fuck. Okay. Crazy. It's so mind boggling that people will continue to fuck from the beginning of time to the end and acting shocked, shy, guilt, guilted, shamed about it cannot do anything good for us as a human society. It really won't. There's just, it just won't. I just don't see how, I don't see how this is serving us anymore. I'm very much about that. Like if it doesn't serve you anymore, take that shit out of your life. So I just don't know why we're still carrying this fucking, this very outdated baggage. It's like, we're, it's fucking 2021. Like everyone, like just with tattoos. Okay. You can get a job with tattoos before. Okay. And now people say that about OnlyFans. I'd like to see what happens because I have both. So <laughs> am I just not going to work, y'all? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but it's just the mentality that so many people are stuck in. I want things like this. I want anyone who's just like so appalled by my type of work to really check in with themselves. And are you being realistic about how you got on this planet or about how your parents fucked to get here or how your man might watch porn when you're not around or how you might watch porn and that's how you learned about sex and was totally wrong and didn't do anything for you? I mean, like, we need to start having these conversations because everyone should, everyone deserves to be sexually satisfied and fulfilled. And if OnlyFans or some sort of creator on the internet helps you unlock that level of sexual pleasure or sexual satisfaction. Why not? We're not hurting anyone here. We're creating a better attitude towards it. And I love to be a part of it. I don't think I, I I only struggled with feeling ashamed about what I did when for like maybe two instances and it only lasted for about a night because uh, luckily I have people in my life that will bring me back to reality and be like, hey, you're only feeling this way about your job because that's how you've been programmed. And 
you know, I'm just trying to, we're all, if you're out here on a journey, spiritual or not, sexual or not, whatever your journey is on this planet, and you kind of want to, like, you're starting to realize things, like, at least like I am, that deprogramming your your mind from everything that you've been taught is so freeing, and you start to realize all these things that you've been taught are wrong, and I started feeling shameful about what I was doing because I was down re-downloading this program that I've tried to get out of my fucking being for so long. Like, I don't want to feel ashamed about what I'm doing. I'm not hurting anyone. I'm not making a decision in in, in a twisted mental state. I'm not doing this. I'm, I'm so sane and stable and happy. And I'm not doing this out of desperation. I'm not doing this because I have nowhere else to go or no other option. I have options and I'm choosing to do this because I like it. And I think that makes people feel some type of way. I think it does. I like it. It makes me money. I'm a sexual person. It feels like I've spent my whole life trying to fit into some fucking mold that I just wasn't. And for the first time in my life, I feel like happy with my work and I feel fulfilled and I feel excited to do it. And I feel I I don't have a schedule, but I feel driven to work and make content and do the best. I always feel like I could be doing more. And I've never felt like that in any job. And I'm not saying it's just because it's OnlyFans. Maybe I was always just destined to do some sort of um, on my own creative less in a box in a bubble type of career maybe this is like because this isn't forever and I want to make that very clear I'm not naive enough to think that I can be making my ass clap at 99 on OnlyFans I mean I think honestly people would sub to that (laughs) but I'm very I'm a realist so I'm always constantly checking myself because it's very easy to get caught up in the clouds when it comes to getting money and getting attention and being told you're all these positive things. I mean, I mean, we'll get into the bullying, but you know, it's very easy for you to get carried away. And this whole experience can sweep you off your feet if you let it. But I've been trying to keep myself very realistic about it. Sorry, the dog just stopped, jumped out of my lap. I hope you guys didn't hear that. But yeah, so what can I say? I just want everyone to adjust their attitudes when it comes down to it. It's not that big of a deal. And I guess this is a good way we can just, we can just segue into the, the stigma, the slut shaming and all that shit, because I think all of that really does stem from our society as a whole. And the progress that we need to make is very evident when it comes down to people like that. When people tell me stuff and like I'm a slut or no one will love me and no one will marry me, it just makes me feel sad. It doesn't make me feel sad because I believe them. I just, it makes me feel sad that we've gotten so brainwashed into thinking that there's such a huge uh, like checklist of things you need to do to be worthy of love when in reality we're all born here on this planet perfect nice beautiful accepting loving giving compassionate and as we get older we're taught to think people are sluts and they don't deserve love we're taught 
to believe sex workers will never get married and no one will love them. We're taught all these things and it's just severely fucked up because like I said, you don't know, you don't know me. And then secondly, who cares? Like, where do you get off on telling me that no one's going to love me and no one's going to marry me? Like, just because I have a pussy does not mean my only fucking job on this planet is to get married and make a man happy. I just, it's what? It's not all I'm here for. My existence is not to do that. My, I feel like my existence is just to get to know myself and new experiences, work related or not, living in these weird random spaces that I never saw myself end up in, like being an OnlyFans girl, has allowed me to explore and get to know parts of myself that I wouldn't know otherwise. And that is the most fulfilling thing for me on this planet, not becoming someone's fucking wife. It's just so dumb to me. I'm like, are y'all okay? Are y'all okay in the motherfucking head? Like, keep the negativity to yourself and worry about yourself. Like I said, people will start to be so motherfucking concerned with you. But you just got to keep it pushing. You got to worry about yourself. I don't worry about anyone. I'm not over here DMing people, calling them a slut. I'm not out here. Like, I can, I can only expect what I put out into the planet. So every single time someone says something negative or something just so backwards to me, I try not to take it personally because they're, they're saying it because they can only expect that from others. I live on a different fucking plane. And it's, I'm going to say it. It's a little bit more elevated. It's a little bit more complex. And it's a little bit progressive. And on my little plane, we don't do shit like that because shit like that is small. It's lazy. It's dumb. It's just a watered down reality. And I like to live in my very complex, very intricate and evolving reality up here. So y'all can stay down there. And that's truly how I feel about so many things in my life right now. But this is just something that's amplifying that for me. And you would think, you know, it's so much deeper to me. And I'm not saying this is how everyone else feels. But to me, it's so much deeper than just being an OnlyFans girl. Like it's opening me up to the world in a different way. And I've I've said kind of negative and positive things here and there, but I will get deeper into the negative side of it. Like I've experienced, oh, I've experienced being spoken to in ways I've never, I've never been spoken to in a derogatory manner in my life than some of these people. And I get it because, again, society doesn't see us as human. They don't see us as like everybody else. We are in some different weird alien category that is less than. So it makes it a lot easier for people to speak to us this way. And I understand that. And I try not to take it personally. Obviously, at first, it's like a little bit like it's infuriating because these guys will talk to me and like they'll say shit like, oh, I'm like you seem like you love to just you're you're just like this little fuck toy and you I bet you love just being used and all you are is a fuck hole and all this shit. And I'm just like, child, <laughs> child, like I love being a sexy bitch, but I'm not here just to only uh, like it's just like the the male narrative of sex workers is just so motherfucking tired like we're we don't all just exi- like it's it, it's just so and our culture is so dick centric like i really fucking can't handle it anymore i really fucking can't because 
the guys in my DMs just think like their dick makes the world go round. Like, and that's a, that's a whole episode in itself, but it's just crazy to me that how OnlyFans has opened me up to how much, first of all, how much like these guys think that we'll just fucking die on a fucking crucifix for their dick. When in, when in reality, like I, I, I could be fine. I'll be fine. I, uh, all the dicks could disappear off the planet tomorrow. And guess what, baby? Nothing will change for me. Like literally nothing. So I don't understand it. And it also is like, because I do dick ratings and stuff like that on my OnlyFans. And I'm not going to call anyone out. But like, it's like, it just seems like these guys are just so fucking concerned. Y'all are so concerned. Y'all so concerned about the wrong motherfucking thing. Okay. Like for the most part, I everyone's different. But like, you know, six inches, five inches, 10 inches, 12 inches, whatever. Like, as long as you don't have a micro pain, baby, you Gucci. Like, and these guys are so insecure. It makes my heart, little heart hurt because these guys have like normal sized dick, normal dicks. Like, they have dicks that are fine and they work and they don't need to take fucking three crushed up Viagra pills and they don't need a penis pump and they have a they don't have a micro pain let me let me say one they don't have a micro pain and they're so pressed and they're so insecure and they don't even believe me when i be telling them like it's a fine ass like it's a good dig you got a good dig like it's just so crazy but i feel like those two things go in hand in hand how like some guys think like the world revolves around their dick and that breeds these guys who become so insecure because they really start believing this rhetoric that their dick is so fucking important everyone's so fucking concerned about it when in reality it's not that big of a deal, babe. It's really not that big of a deal, babe. Like, we will live with or without that extra three or four inches that you think your life fucking depends on. If a girl doesn't like you and you have like a six inch dick, it's not because you weren't, you, you needed two more inches, okay? And I'm going to need us as a collective to just snap back into reality. Like if you're out here making those sort of excuses or putting those things together to manufacture reasons why women are not interested in you, then I just need you to bring it in. Like come back to reality because that's not why you're not keeping a girl and that's not why you're not attracting a mate. That has nothing to do with it. It's so much deeper than that. And that is something that I have also, oh, I, I've learned so much doing this because for me, I've realized like the equation for the people that are subscribed to me cannot be that complex. And I'm not saying they're not complex people. I just mean their sexuality, like there, there are certain people and I'm not saying men and I'll just like people. Some people are more simple. Some people require so much more to be sexually turned on. Some people require certain fetishes Some people are very like obscure. Some people are very common. Like there's so much and there's just an endless array of things you can you can account encounter when you start catering to these people and for me you know I'm one of those complex people and I I guess I kind of knew that when I did this but you know it's not going to take like a simple video for me now you know I'm like I'm such like a, I'm I can be a weirdo like I'm a very auditory person Okay, um, when it comes to being sexually turned on, I'm like, and I'm very emotional. So I need that sort of connected, which and that emotional part makes me understand why OnlyFans 
is something that would, would appeal to people because it's personal. You can talk to me. I genuinely care about my subscribers. I want to make sure they're satisfied. Like, I like it when they talk to me. I don't like, and I'm not one of those girls that like, you need to pay $5 per chat to chit chat with me. Like, I'll have a conversation with you because you've already expressed an interest in me and that's flattering to me like I I don't know maybe some people look at it like and like uh, certain girls are just like whatever I'm hot (laughs) and like I make jokes like that but it's still very much flattering to me like it's not like I'm like oh my god oh my god this guy wants to talk to me uh $20 per per message but like if you want to do that go off sis I don't care but um but everyone's different. And for me, I feel like that personability factor is definitely important. I just want to be the homie and I want to be your hot homie. I mean, <laughs> that's point blank period. I feel like that's an important thing to me. It feels natural. It's not forced. You should just do whatever feels natural to you. I mean, I feel like that's just like a rule of thumb in life. I mean, obviously being un- uncomfortable during ter- like certain periods of your life is necessary, but this is definitely one of those where your internal voice, whatever feels good, whatever feels right, go for it. And that's all with a grain of salt. Like, like that's like, like I'm saying being stable and being sober and all these things are so important because it makes it that much easier to make these decisions for yourself. Um, as far as like tips go, I'm not really going to get too much into that in this episode because I'm not trying to gatekeep or anything like that. I'm just saying I'm new. It's like I, <laughs> I've, I've used this fucking metaphor too many times, but I'm like, it's almost like I'm with child. Okay, and I'm not telling anyone that I'm pregnant yet because, you know, what if I get a miscarriage? What if I get a miscarriage? And I be talking all this shit and everything just goes kaput and is gone. So for me, and there's definitely things that I will always continue to learn. And I feel like once I have like a huge docket of things that I would definitely be more open to sharing those tips and tricks with people. But I will say not that many tips and tricks, y'all. There's really not. There's really fucking not. You basically just have to know yourself, know your brand. I'd say, like, it's just, like, a caricature of yourself. So what are you, like, your custom, like, just like you customize your avatar for real life and other forms of social media, how are you doing that for this platform? And go with that. Lead with that because you are you, you know? Yes, there are so many people, but you are still you and everyone's special. Everyone's got something to offer and, you know, everyone likes something different. You know, we're all attracted to different things and this is definitely a place where you could play that up. Whatever you, what, whatever makes you you is what's going to make you stand out. It's not, I personally, at least I personally, I think if you start to try to fit into a cookie cutter mold of what you think conventionally attractive is, it will just set you up for not a good time um it just won't because you just got to be you at the end of the day and that's the point because that's what people want they're not you know they're not buying you know a manufactured way off version of yourself it is still not entirely you like like i mentioned like people aren't one dimensional this is just one dimension of who i am and it's one going to be one dimension of who you are but it definitely should be something that is it feels right and it feels like an extension of yourself. It can feel far away as an extension of yourself, but it can it still is attached to who you are at the very core. And that's important for me. As far as that, like there's uh, like things I would have sh- I would have known. I wish I would have known um that OnlyFans takes 20%. I want that to be very clear. Um and then also it's not taxed. So whatever income you're getting off of there, it's not really your income. For the most part, it's like 20% and then maybe 20, 30, 40 will go to taxes. I don't know how it really breaks down yet. For me, it just is going to depend on how much 
my earnings will be. And I'll probably end up doing an episode about that if I want to when the time does come. I think I'm planning on doing the whole like six months in taxes and then doing the other six months just because I want to, I don't want to start spending money that I don't have unless I start thinking about making bigger investments, which has definitely crossed my mind. Another thing, another perk, it's like, once you start doing this and like, if you do pop off, if you start making money, like I, like I, I don't want to say too much about the money that I'm making, but it's like, you know, I'm looking at things that I was purchasing in terms of investments for the future that I was never, was never thinking about. So it's very eye-opening in that way. And it's really positive for me in that way. And so you have to start thinking about your money. You have to be very money-minded about this sort of stuff for me. I am a Capricorn. So I've always been that way. I was raised by two immigrant parents that came here with like what $5 in their pocket. And now they have all the money like that. They couldn't, couldn't need obviously could they, they've done very well for themselves. And I'm proud of that. And I think that little mentality has been ingrained in me. So I've always kind of just want, there's always that need for more. But that being said, it's like, you got to be happy with what you got. And I need to take my own advice with this because you will stress yourself out constantly being unsatisfied and perpetual unsatisfaction has been the theme of my life and I'm trying to not let it wreck me I'm just like trying to like check in more with myself when it comes to that but that 20% thing is super important the taxes thing is important um referral codes this I guess this is when I'm going to plug myself it's on my link tree but um you know, if you do sign up with a girl's referral code and so that 20% going into OnlyFans pockets, that 5% of their of their 20 goes into the creator that you sign up with their referral code. That 5% that they get from your earnings will go into their pocket for only a year, but that is a pretty long time. So when it comes to people offering you help for a few weeks, for a few months, um, the person that you use a referral code is getting your coin for 5% of your coin for an entire year. And like I said, that 20% that they take the 5% from is taken out regardless. So it is kind of nice to put that money back in a creator's pocket. Unfortunately, I didn't sign up with a referral code. I kind of regret that because I don't know, it was just nice to know that it's not going straight to OnlyFans. But for the most part, like I have my thing. I'm trying to be more open about talking about it because I know people have started reaching out to me and asking me for advice. And um, I'm not trying to gatekeep. Like I keep saying that, but I also have worked my ass off and this is new. So for me, it's like if you want that information, I would ask for you I'm not trying to give out information willy-nilly. I'm trying to give out information to people who are like me that are serious about this, that don't want to quick bag that, are positive, sex positive, that are open-minded, that are like-minded. I want to, because I mean, I keep looking around and I would love to have a friend that's doing this with me that's like me and we just both thrive together, sister. But for me at this point, it's like, if you want all that advice from me, if you want that promo from me, if you want anything from me in that respect, like I, 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 my time and my energy is now monetized. It's worth something. And that gives you a certain pep in your step because you start being like, yeah, like I, I'm really, I, I never felt that way when I was working a nine to five or I mean like a four thirty a.m. to one p.m. whatever the fuck it was, and I never really felt like my time had the value. I just kind of felt like I was showing up for something, and now I feel like I had, like I'm, I'm worth a little something, something, you know. And it may seem stupid, and people will be like, oh well, you're using your money or whatever. Like, shut up. I don't care. Like. 
I put an effort into it. I buy, I, like, there's effort there. And if you don't think there's effort there, go ahead, girl. There's my referral link and my link tree. You want to give it a go? Like, people are so quick to say shit like that. But it's like, you don't know until you're in that boat. You don't know what a job is like until you work it. And that's why I'm almost, I'm kind of happy that I've had so many jobs because it's given me newfound respect for all these jobs that I wouldn't have had otherwise if I wasn't such a fucking job quitting bitch. But tangent nonetheless, but if you want that, I, I, w- I will offer that. And I feel like if you're listening to this episode and you're one of the girls or guys or whatever, they them people that are interested in doing this and you made it this far, then hit me up. Let's talk. We can chit chat about it. If you want to sign up with my referral link, that's basically my only requirement. And I can give you some tips. I can promote you. And I want to see you succeed because I have not only I do I want like-minded people to succeed, I do have that 5% monetary investment in you for at least a year. So if you don't believe me, trust me, I want you to succeed because I'm invested in you quite literally. And that's basically it for now. I I know that there's so much more that I want to discuss, but I'm just going to have to wait for episode number two, part two. If you have any questions or it's more things that you would like me to cover, go ahead and hit me up in the DM. I'm almost there. I'm constantly on my phone now more than ever. And I love having discussions about any of the topics that I cover on here. I love all the feedback. I love hearing what people want to hear next because sometimes your girl just be very, very confused and very lost and very dot, dot, dot. I have a lot of thoughts. You can tell I'm a little bit of a scatterbrain. So just hearing what the people want, the few people I'm on, like there's not like thousands of people listening, but the couple hundred of you that listen that I appreciate it's from the bottom of my heart. Let me know what you'd like to hear. If you have any more specific questions, granted, I'm willing to answer them. I will answer them. I'm quite an open person. I think in the next episode, I'm going to talk more about like my sex positivity journey and how that's enabled me to really feel at home in the space. I want to also talk about alternative platforms and how those have kind of changed the game. And... I don't know. I might think of more. I did do my episode with my partner. That's one that I uploaded before this. So if you're interested in more about um, navigating this career with a partner, then go ahead and listen to that. But until next time, thank you for listening. Peace the fuck out.